The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Unlock the power of your dreams. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome to the Ask Dr. Dream show. To uncover the truth of your dreams and reveal the beauty of who you are. I'm your host, Dr. Dream, Kelly Sullivan Walden. Always so grateful to be here on Unity Online Radio with you. The number to call today if you have a question about your dreams. We'll take dream questions at the half hour break. Um, but if you've got a question before then about how to wake, bake, and meditate, meaning using spirit, having your spiritual practice be taken to a higher level, no pun intended, with cannabis. That's what we're talking about today. I'm so excited. We've got an amazing expert, Carrie Connor, who's going to be talking with us in just a few moments. But first of all, Nancy T. Hello, honey. Hello, honey. <laughs> oh, you sound so <laughs> far away. You sound like little and teeny and like I shrugged oh, no. the Nancy. Honey, I, I shrunk do? the Nancy. <laughs> Here, I'm going to put my I, microphone there. How's that? Oh, that would be good. I want to just give a shout out to you, Nancy, because you've recently, not only are you an emotion code practitioner, but you've just recently become a body code practitioner. And I got to just have a session with you that was so amazing. I've been sleeping so good. All my aches and pains and menopausal symptoms that keep me up in the night have so been lessened after just one session with Nancy. So if anybody wants a session with Nancy, check it out while you can, because soon she's going to fill up and you'll have to wait for years to get a session with her. Her website is nancytelzero.com, nancytelzero.com. Had to give you a shout out, Nancy. Yeah, thank you so <sighs> You're so sweet, and I'm glad it's working. That's just the it, beginning. Yay. <laughs> yes, I know. I know I still have more. I've got a a more hoe to hoe, or I don't know what I have to hoe, but I've got more, more mountains to climb, but I'm doing so much better because I have to, if in order to be a dream expert, I need to get some good sleep. So you're definitely helping in that regard. And I want to thank you also for being so supportive on my launch yesterday of my Awakened Dreamer Oracle cards. And because it was such a fun launch party, I'm extending it for today. So if anyone was unable to participate in the Awakened Dreamer Oracle card launch party, you can still do it today. You can just go to my website, kellysullivanwalden.com. You pick up a, a deck of Oracle cards from Amazon and swing on over to my website and you can get all kinds of extra bonus gifts valued of over $200 in addition to the Oracle card. So get that. Today is the last day for the launch. Huh. How are you, Nancy? <laughs> I'm really good. I'm really good. I, you know, I was, it was my pleasure to tell people about them because I do think it's the perfect time of year. You know, people are thinking of Hanukkah and Christmas presents and, and nobody really Kwanzaa wants presents. to go to a store now, yeah. you know? So right. I think these are the perfect little gift for someone and it keeps you going. We need all the encouragement and support we can find. 
God knows, people are starting to lose their cookies. It's like we yeah. have been quarantined and pandemicized. It's like it's, it seemed like for months. There you go. I, I'm We're not making sure up our own words over here. Oh my God. Okay. So because I want to get our guest on so soon, I'm going to ask you to do, to read the Oracle card for the day, the Awakened Dreamer Oracle card. And I'll do it just a little meditation prayer on that. And then we'll bring Carrie out. So hit it, Nancy. What'd you pick? Well, I picked the mantle of mastery. It's time to own the power you've earned and learned during this lifetime. Accept your mantle of mastery humbly. You've never been more capable and worthy of success, love, and fulfillment than you are now. Wow. There you go. That's crazy. I keep picking that one. Do you? Wow. I do. I I picked that one like 20 times. And on the video with the show, I picked that one. And I said, I guess this is the message. So I'm connected to you. Thank you. And that was from the Awakened Dreamer Oracle cards. Okay, so take that in. Let's take a big deep breath. Let go of everything and anything that would, that would, hmm, how do they say that? That would something your buzz that would, that would, oh God, harsh your vibe, harsh your buzz. (laughs) Let it go, let it go, let it go. And instead breathe in. Your connection to the magic and the miracle of this present moment, you are in your mantle of mastery, like claim that all the lifetimes you've been around, this is not your first rodeo. So just claim it. Yes, it's great to be a student. Yes, it's great to always have beginner's mind. And at the same time, know that you are the bomb. Know that you've come a long way, baby, and it's time for you to stop feeling like you got to do one more thing before you feel whole and complete and like a rock star that you are. So on that note, take a big, deep breath. And as you own your mantle of mastery, and that is from your awakened dreamer to you p.s okay so without further ado i got to tell you all about my amazing guest and a big shout out to kat sanborn who has a new last name because she just got married and i can't think of it right now (laughs) but i want to she's from llewellyn publishing and she always sends me some of the greatest guests and she said you gotta you gotta interview carrie connor carrie's the leader of the gathering grove a family friendly earth-based spiritual group and has been practicing her craft for over 30 years. She's currently working on her ninth book, and her writing has appeared in several pagan magazines. Carrie is a cancer survivor and holds a medical marijuana card in Illinois, where she lives with her husband, son, and plethora of critters. A graduate from the University of Wisconsin, Carrie holds a BA in communications. She's working on, working to convert a portion of her land into a spiritual sanctuary, and I can't wait to visit it next time I come home to Illinois to visit Dana, my husband's family. Oh my goodness, her website is carryconnor.com. That's Carrie with an I, K E R R I Connor.com. Okay, without further ado, welcome Carrie Connor to the Ask Dr. Dream Show. Hello, thank you. I hope you haven't been pickling porpoises back there while you were waiting. <laughs> I did not pickle any porpoises. God, purposely. thank God. <laughs> 
<laughs> that was profound. <laughs> we don't want the pickle porpoise society coming after us. Okay, we were joking. This is before we came on air. We just I don't know. It's a long story. You'll have to you'll have to ask Louie from <laughs> Unity Online Radio to tell you all about it. So Carrie wrote this amazing book, Elevate Your Spirit with Cannabis, Wake, Bake, and Meditate, all about how to take your spiritual practice to a higher level with cannabis. So I am loving this book, even though everyone knows, including Nancy, I'm not a domestic goddess, but with this book, I might just transform into one. So tell us how how you got into baking and meditating while you bake with cannabis. Oh, <laughs> Honestly, um, it, it it all started because of the cancer. Um, okay. I was there. somebody who grew up being told that weed would kill you. If you smoked it, right. you would die. Right. Um, and, and I had I had a brother who he did a, a lot harsher things than just weed. <laughs> and mm-hmm. he ended up in rehab for a very long time. And when I say a very long time, I mean mm-hmm. like a year, like a year. Wow. He spent an entire wow. year of high school in rehab. Oh, um, wow. So I was very afraid of it to begin with. And me too, I, by the way. Yeah. You know, kids from the seventies, we were taught it was terrible, terrible stuff, and it would kill you. And, you know, that's when that switchover was starting to happen where people, well, and the government was really cracking down a lot harder at the time, too, mm-hmm. to, you know, try to control everybody and all that fun stuff. But so mm-hmm. I grew up with this terrible impression of it. And I, before I ever had the cancer, um, I, I have a lot of autoimmune issues, and I had bulging discs in my back, and I had all these chronic pain issues and I spent years years on massive quantities of opiates Mm. and we're talking 13 years Wow! (laughs) and I was on several different kinds at a time Um, and on top of all of it I was on a hundred milligram fentanyl patch which is it's I didn't know it at the time, but I mean, I was on so much, it was, you, you could knock out an elephant with the stuff I was on oh. and it didn't work. I was still in mm. pain. I couldn't function. And my doctor just kept adding more and more and more and more. And I decided I'd had enough and I bought a Groupon for acupuncture. <laughs> <laughs> and I tried acupuncture. And three months later, I walked into my rheumatologist office. I told him off. I said he was a disgusting creature that was mm, mm. trying to kill me and that I had quit everything he was on. He had put me on cold turkey, which I know now that wasn't a real good idea. I thought I had the flu. No, that was detox. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. You don't, you don't do corona. 13 years of opiates and just stop. But then it's like, so I got myself straightened out. I wasn't taking these meds anymore. I was controlling my pain with acupuncture. And then I got cancer. Mm. And it's like, hmm, now what do I do? Because I I wasn't about to go back on any of those pain medications. And by that time, we knew there was an opiate problem. So they weren't 
giving out near as many pain medications either. And so I decided, well, I knew a whole lot of people who actually did smoke weed and never died. So maybe I would give that a shot because we had a medical program (laughs) in Illinois. And you Mm. know what? Wow, did that work? And I mean, you know, I had, I smoked it when I was in high school and in, you know, younger days a little bit, but not much because I was the good kid. (laughs) I was the good kid. Yeah. So, I mean, I I knew it wasn't going to kill me. I didn't know it was going to work for pain as well as it did. But the more I used it for pain, the more I started learning about it because, I'm like that to begin with. It's like if something works for me, but I'm going to learn everything because it's like everything everybody told me about it was wrong. So now Mm. I have to go and do all this other research and start learning from people who agree with me that this is good stuff. So then I started looking into everything. And I I smoke a lot of weed now. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. Thank you. you saw you probably didn't see my email that went out it was a scene i put a gif from a gif or gif whatever from cheech and chong's up in smoke (laughs) you know i'm i'm kind of like that now and it's i feel bad for my kids because my kids are like mom's a pothead (laughs) but mom's alive mom's alive and mom's cooking and how's your What's the state of your I cancer, if you don't mind me asking? Is that too personal? Oh, I, I have been clear for five years, completely oh clear for five years. So, Well, let me ask I'm you this, good. because I'm, I'm really fascinated by this, because um, not only do I have so many people in my life that are in chronic, crazy pain that are on all manner of opioids, opioids, just like what you described you to be. I mean, that that's not such a rare state and it doesn't work. They're still in pain. And exactly. I know my, one of my best friends passed away a few months ago from cancer and she didn't she she was like me. Her, she and I were both not potheads. And Nancy's the same. We're we're all kind of, you know, like ooh, like scary, you know, that kind of thing. But and but Gypsy didn't even start to experiment with cannabis until the very end, until it was probably too late. But it even in her advanced state, it was definitely curbing the pain. And it seemed like she was even starting to have like a she was coming back. We thought she was, she was going to beat it. She didn't in the end, but I think it was because she was, she started it way too late, but it did get me really thinking with a ton of respect about, about cannabis. And I have a neighbor who, who grows it and does all kinds of stuff. And he was talking about how marijuana is an adaptogen and there's people, I don't know if you've heard of this, Carrie, if there's anything like this in your world, but where these people have they buy their own plants or they, they grow their own plants and they put their own blood in the plants because it's an adaptogen. It It's intelligent enough to know based on the blood what's missing in your body, what you need less of, what you need more of. And, it, and when you eat or smoke that particular marijuana, it tends to make you particularly, you better, you specifically better. Have you heard of this? I I've, I do know that they're doing studies into things like this because the with the way cannabis is and the way it works with your endocannabinoid system, we can make customized medications. Yeah. 
which means it works specifically, yeah, with your your body. It's like if you give somebody a medication, um, well, we know this, like when you have somebody who has certain mental illnesses, if you're a depressive and you give that person a depressive, it, it has the opposite effect. If you give right. them an antidepressant, it does the, the you know, it, it has the opposite mm-hmm. effect on them. The mm-hmm. same thing can happen with people with immune disorders. You right. give them something that for some people it does this, but for other people it does that. They're looking at ways and how they can use cannabis to actually code medications to work very specifically with a person's RNA and DNA. And that's just like imagine- amazing. I just imagine that we all get our own plants and we all put our own blood in our own plants and then we just like eat that and we then and we buy Carrie's book for you. <laughs> exactly, whatever it is, even if it's just like I don't I don't know some random thing. It doesn't have to be cancer. It can be anything. But I think we should all buy your book, Wake, Bake, and Meditate, so we know how to make like. So what? Let's talk about some of the recipes and some of the some of the core um, like most important things that you make. Like you've got you make butter, um, you make of course, candy, but but let's talk about some of the things that you make with cannabis. And by the way, for those of you who are listening, who are kind of like me, <clears throat> where you don't, I mean, I, I don't, when I've, I don't really like, well, oh God, what am I saying? I do like getting high, but I don't do it very often because, wow, it stays with me for a long time. And it's, it's a little scary. It's like, I, I, I had one edible once and I literally ended up on a gurney and I left my body and like almost didn't come back. So <laughs> I think I'm a lightweight. But see, that's just, that's it. No, no. What you did is awesome. You just you have to learn to realize what you're doing. Right. The idea well, of taking an edible and leaving your body mm-hmm. is that is hitting what is literally called a peak experience. Oh, it was. Ask Nancy. I talk about and, it all the time. I and, call and it my yeah, death experience. And, and, right. You have to. If, if you don't know what's happening, it'll scare the crap out of you. <laughs> Actually, it didn't scare the crap out of me. It scared the crap out of everyone else Everybody because else. I was – everyone else was in 911 mode. Like they thought I was dying. They thought I was dead. And I, I thought I could have gone, but I was ha- – I was – I saw God I and I kept going and I and then I realized oh my god this is a little selfish of me to be so ecstatically happy while everyone in the room is in panic mode I need to reassure them and anyway that's a whole other enchilada yes but but that's exactly what a peak experience is so that's like that's the goal well, not and, and but learning to come how back, to work to with come it. back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have to come back. You always. Have to yeah, come you got to come back to tell the tale. But <laughs> but I, what I wanted to say is, with cannabis, I mean, for those who don't want to necessarily get high with the THC, there is like the cannabis isn't it doesn't get you high. I know that you get like a it's, a jump start with the THC. It gives you like a like a turbo booster. But um, can right, people who don't want to get high still use this? That well, yes, because there's. CBD flower. CBD flower is like flower or the CBD oils that you buy. There are ones that are available with absolutely no THC. And then there are ones that are that have that trace amount of THC, which will never get you high because it's it's 0.3%. And it, it's, it's never going to get you high. You drink the whole bottle, it's not going to get you high. But it has... 
CBD has a lot of great effects too, and it also works with this wonderful uh, the the endo can. I can never say this word right. It gets stuck <laughs> in my mouth. Let's the all do it. Endocannabinoid system. <laughs> Endocannab. Nancy, can you say that with me? Endocannabinoid system. You got a star on the forehead. And, and this is what's so great about cannabis is to find out that we have in our bodies a system that is made to work with it. So if it's made to work with cannabis and cannabis is made to work with our bodies, kind of says we're what's supposed to be using it. What's the problem? Exactly. Okay. So it's possible for those. I just want to include everyone, people who don't yeah, mind so getting high and buy, people who don't want to, we right. can all do it. You can buy CBD hemp oils that do not have THC, and you can use those to make your own CBD butters, CBD oils. Once you start, if you make those basics, you got your butter, you got your oils. And when I say oils, you have different kinds of oils, too. You have baking oils, and then you also have oils that you can use for, like, cosmetic purposes, like cohaba. That, that's like... Mm. That's the that's for your bubble bath. Oh, for your yeah, bubble bath. So you could, oh. Or to make lotions, but it's like you start with those base ingredients and then you can add it to almost anything. So, um, Carrie, for for people like Nancy T and I who aren't necessarily domestics, will you make it for us and can we buy it from you? <laughs> Can you send it to us? Can you do it for us? Sure, as soon as the Senate takes up that bill that the House just passed so we can decriminalize. I thought it was. I thought it's all legal now. People are like like smoking pot everywhere, it seems like, aren't they? Maybe not in Illinois. It's, it's, well, in Illinois, we, we passed recreational uh, January 1st of 2020. And I just realized that's this year. It just seems like it's so long ago because 2020 has been on like, I think we're on year 17, 18 now. I don't even know. <laughs> it's so true. Nancy, I heard you saying something, but you're so, you were so far away. What, what were you saying? I think we. I'm not even sure. I think I'm just, just throwing out exclamations, really. <laughs> like the peanut gallery. It's okay. it's, honey, we shrunk the Nancy. Can we do yeah. that with cannabis? Come back. You know, we just we we need to get it just taken care of federally so that we can cross state lines. Mm. (laughs) Well, I think especially like at the very least, at the very least, with like you what you just described, like the the cannabis, um, the flower, and the trace amounts of THC. Like as long as it's going to make us not completely lose our marbles, it seems like. It's it's gotten there's nothing but a win 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 all around. There's no right. there's and nothing that can that was in the farm bill that I have to say Trump did sign that that hemp is okay. now legal. So up to that point three percent we're good. But anything okay. over point three percent we're not. So we just, you know, in January, Illinois, you know, started selling recreational wheat. We were mm-hmm. already having a bit of a shortage because our medical program like tripled. We went from like 
it was 10,000 patients to 40,000 to 80,000 uh. in like two years time. So mm. we get all these people started growing more. The company started growing more and then they discovered, oh, oh we're going to legalize. So they cut production down to add on to their facilities, which caused a shortage for the medical patients that just had increased. And then legalization hit and places sold out very quickly and there was no weed. With legalization federally, the companies that have places in California could be selling in Illinois. The, mm. You know, California, Colorado, Washington, they could all sell weed in Illinois. The way it is now, they can't. So Colorado can sell weed for $100 an ounce, I hear. <laughs> and in okay. Illinois, it's over 600 Oh, my God. Well, I yeah. feel like we're we're there's there's something we're moving in the right direction at least i mean not that long ago honestly my husband and i loved the television show weeds or i think it was weeds um yes, and yes. and it was all about like she's smuggling pot everywhere and now it's like they and the, i still the, the haven't show, watched it. <laughs> it it was really good but now it's oh, like it's oh oh well that's not you know it's like it's not it's legal now so no more drama but it's like wow we've changed a lot we've come a long way and i think with this book wake bake and meditate I feel like we're we're in good we're in good hands. We can start to make some of it's, these basic things that, yes, that can and really it's be time good for us. to make it normalized. This needs yeah. to be normalized. It is it has so many different purposes. And, and that's, that's what's amazing about it. I don't I do not consider cannabis to be a miracle plant. I consider it to be a magical plant. Because mm. it does do so many different things, but it doesn't do everything. But it does do a lot of different things to help people in so many different ways. At the very least, reduce inflammation. And inflammation is at the core of pain and sleeplessness and so many of our issues. So if you're just so joining many. us, we're talking with Carrie Connor. She's the author of the amazing book that you must run out and get right away. Make it a stocking stuffer for you and for all your family members. It's called Wake, Bake, and Meditate. Take your spiritual practice to a quote-unquote higher level with cannabis. Carrie Connor, I'm so grateful that you're on the show today. Her website is, by the way, carrieconnor.com, where you can find out all about how to make some of your own, your own butters, your own oils, your own do all kinds of things and learn how to meditate along with it. So we'll be right back with you and your dreams. So stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back here on the Ask Dr. Dream Show. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Dream interpretation and a lot more. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome back to the Ask Dr. Dream show where you uncover the truth of your dreams and reveal the beauty of who you are. And I'm Dr. Dream, Kelly Sullivan Walden, and I'm joined by Nancy T. Hi, Nancy T. 
Hi, Kel. You know, I'm sitting here <laughs> with your Awakened Dreamer Oracle deck, and I'm mm. begging you, can I just pull another card? Is it okay? Could I do it? Could I do it? Oh, you're the <laughs> sweetest. Okay, fine. Fine. All Twist right. a girl's arm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're so beautiful, everybody. If you go to Kelly's website, you can get, you can just scroll down to you see Awaken Dreamer and click on it. There's all sorts of gifts you get with them. So it's, it's, this is still a party today, but what the card I pulled back to that, um, it's called Attune to Dream Life FM. Imagine the way you'll feel once your greatest dreams are realized. Now amplify that feeling, expand it out through your eyes and heart. Program this vibration the way you would a car radio dial so Dream Life FM is always at your fingertips, singing through the airwaves, elevating you to a higher and higher frequency. Yeah. Oh, you picked the perfect card for today. The for higher online and higher radio? Frequency. Are you kidding? Yeah. Yeah. And the and radio part. And and also, <laughs> exactly. All of the above. So our guest just talking to if you missed it is Carrie Connor we were talking to her about her book wake bake and meditate take your spiritual practice to a higher level with cannabis wasn't that interesting Nance oh my gosh it so was and you know the little Catholic girl in me was like you know nobbling at the knees going oh what is she telling me <laughs> but it was good it was good and she's got a well I think the the combination of getting the body code and emotion code done with you, at, and people can sign up for that at nancytelzero.com, and then also eating medical-grade cannabis or it through our, you know, putting it in our smoothies, putting it in our butter, that making drinks, putting it in our bubble bath. It's like, I think with that, we'll just be kind of like blissful beings. I don't just know, painless, pain-free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean it's so it's hard to live it's hard to live your dreams. It's hard to even I would say even talk about dreams or pay attention to dreams if you're in chronic pain. In the times that I've been in pain, people are like, "Oh, what are you dreaming about?" I'm like, "I can't talk about that now. I'm hurting." So it's like, you know, we need <laughs> true. we want to get out of pain. So yeah, it's so hard to tune people. in so many people yeah. with all sorts of pain, you know, from like head to toe, and you name it, everything. And it's, and it stifles you and it can stop you from doing what you want to do. We're all here to manifest. So I agree. One million. And percent. I love what you do with the body code because it's, it, it's such an interesting and it's so, what I love most about it. I mean, I love everything. I love the way you do it because you've got such a nurturing and intuitive way about you. But it's efficient. It's really fast. It's like stuff that have I've been carrying around for, I don't know, millennia in like one session. Oh, there it is. This is why. Let's clear it. And it's gone. Bye-bye. Oh, thank you. You mean I don't have to carry this around for the next 10 lifetimes or yeah, after this? Wow. So, you know, I don't know. Let's let's go into the new year as light as we can. So everyone should just go to nancytelzero.com and sign up and get your body coat on. Nancy is amazing. Yeah. And yes, she's officially new at this, but she's been doing this for like it's intuitive and in her bones for so long. So you 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 come through it like you you've been doing this for a lifetime, at least one lifetime. So you're for sure. amazing. It feels connected. It very, very much feels connected to my soul. So I think, I think it works out. And then all I do is I'm just like the conduit. So I connect to the higher power and I let it come through me. So all I have to do is just not get in the way. And that's something and I've been working out on, anyway. So <laughs> right. in life. Well, while people are on your website, 
the, the I think they need to go to nancytellsrow.com and then while they're there they need to check out your your wisdom what do you call it what you say to the boys the, oh, the it's, advice it's my hashtag gammy sermon go to that page gammy and <laughs> you might learn a thing or two or maybe not <laughs> it's hilarious it's hilarious okay so let's talk about dreams if you've got a dream you'd like to share with Nancy T and I the number is 816 251 3555 816-251-3555. So let's open up the lines. Let's take some dreams. Denise, we've got Denise, our favorite dreamer. Welcome to the Yay. show, honey. All right, what you been dreaming about since we last spoke? Okay. So um, long ago. Well, um, I don't know which one to do. I think I'm going to do this one because I'm curious because y'all are kind of intuitive today. Okay, I'm going to read it. <laughs> I'm going to read it, so I'm going to read fast because I wrote it. Okay. Okay. I was at a school, an elementary school, with two uh, second and third graders. The class was over. Oh, it's hard to hear you, honey. Okay, I got you on speaker. That's okay. Okay. Was in the classroom, the second and third graders. The class was over, and one little boy came up and hugged me. Then I went to my locker, or the locker to get my bag, purse. I got bag slash purse. I got back to the classroom and looked in the bag, and I saw $6, a five and a one. I said, this ain't my bag. I'm reading this like, like I'm in the third grade. This ain't my bag. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I realized I only had on one shoe. I so When I got back to the classroom, I looked under the desk, and I saw two pair of shoes that were mine, and I couldn't, uh, I could not put on, okay, I did not put them on, I kept wondering where the other shoe was that I was missing, I could not put them on, and I said, I, well, I want my own shoe, okay, I wrote here that I did not put them on, and I wanted to know where the other shoe was that I lost, end of dream. Now, let me tell you what I about this. This is so deep to me because I'm just into numbers. I think that $5 and that $1, because it was a five and a one, I think that six is significant of something. But since I'm not mm -hmm. the expert, I don't know. So that's what y'all come in at. All <laughs> uh, right. Well, for, well, you're the expert of your dream, so let's, let's put you through the jet set um, okay. process. So let's talk about your emotion in the dream and how you felt about it in the dream and how you feel about it now. I, I felt, really, to be honest with you, it's not my bag. It's not my $6. And I didn't see $6 not to be not to have any value. I felt like I have Nancy T's bag, some other teacher, and she's missing her $6. So I oh. felt kind of like, oh, my God. Somebody's missing <laughs> you know, what's interesting $6. is six is my favorite number. So funny that you said that. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> now who's the intuitive one, Denise? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Really? Okay. Okay, so let's go to the title. What what do you call this dream? What's the title? Oh, if it were a movie. It's significant with the shoes, the money, and the child. Because the little boy Ooh. hugged me, and I felt so good when the little boy hugged me when the class was mm. over. Oh, mm. God. Do, do the next one. Come with something else. Let me marinate on that for a second. Okay. Um, let's see. The, the, the primary symbols that stand out. The standout symbols in this. To, to me, the little boy. The six dollars, yep. but definitely I don't remember what shoe I was missing. Whether I had the left on and was missing the right, or vice versa. Did okay, we'll just call it the missing that? shoe. 
Okay. The missing shoe. Um, but but I just something just came to me as we were talking. The fact that I went back to the class and had other shoes I could put on, I right. get a little bit of abundance or or here we go with choices again. All yeah. Things are about choices. 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 Ooh. Nice. Okay, great. And so you just answered the next question to some degree. The next question is about how is this dream trying to enlighten you? I'm I'm not going to say edify because everyone's like, what does that mean? So how is this dream trying to make your life better? Um, You said choices. I can walk with one shoe on, one shoe off. If I don't like the shoes I have on, I can go a different route. I think it mm. might be the more I keep talking to y'all. Is I I I can walk in, in anybody else's shoes. I can walk Ooh. in all kind of shoes. I'm a path, a direction. Mm. Oh my God, this is so good. Okay, and then we the last question is how are you going to take it to the streets? And we'll see if we can get to that by the end of this. So. The first thing that pops in my mind, if it were my dream, is um, I loved what you were just saying about I can walk in anyone's shoes and um, I can and but I loved that earlier you said, but I want my shoes. I want mine. Mm. So just because I can be mm. compassionate, empathetic and and mm. be kind of like, a, what is that? The um, the one who can. Wow. What is that word about being able to, oh my gosh, it'll come to me, being able to like morph into all different kinds of things. It's like, just because I can do that doesn't chameleon. mean, yes, Chame- say it again. Chameleon. Chameleon. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. A chameleon. Thank you. Yeah. Just because you can be a chameleon doesn't mean that there isn't some reason, if it were my dream, that I was born to to live my life. I always talk about living in the narrow of the marrow. Like, let me just get in my lane. What is mine to do? So there's all kinds of stuff I can do that other people do. Let them do it. But what is the one thing that I came here to do? What is the thing I came here to be? What is that specific thing? So to me, I feel like there's something about that. And also the Losing a shoe makes me think of the fairy tale, the Cinderella, like the other shoe dropped, um, the, like losing a shoe. It's kind of like when the fairy tale ends, when the, and this is innocent because this is an elementary school. This is youthful. This is little kids. This is belief in anything's possible. And then the other shoe drops. So there's might be some part of me that might not feel like I believe in the fairy tale anymore, but I'm having to find my my way on my path without that shoe, like Cinderella minus the shoe kind of a thing. Six, by the way, in numerology, and it's associated with love, family and home life. So that's kind of a it's a nurturing, compassionate number. That's those are just some some things that kind of pop with that. So I'm gonna pass to you, Nancy T. What you getting, honey? What you popping with? Okay. Well, I, you know, there's a lot of numbers in this, if you think about it, because you've got, you've got one shoe, but you've got the second or third grade and you've got that number six, which is all about the love and the the kindness and, and the compassion. And it seems to me like the thing that stuck out with you, the two biggest things were how much you loved that hug. And I wonder how often you put yourself first, but instead of second or third, but put yourself first and just, just drink in that love that you have to give, not just to receive, but the love that you have to give. How much, how often do you do that? And the fact that there was one shoe missing, but then you saw, look here under the desk, I've got a couple pairs and I still, you know, I'm still going to look for mine, but you had other options. You, you realize it's like you saying in your mind in a light, you know, I've got options and that option 
to me is love. Love. And I would, I want to just add, it's also, it feels like abundance also like there's, Mm -hmm. there's options in love and there's like, like Denise, no matter what, she always lands on her feet. There's always, always, there's always more like she's always okay. And um, Mm -hmm. if the Denise part of me that is having this dream um, is, is like always, and, and there's this, you know, like wanting it to be your own. So what do you, what, how will you take this dream to the street? What do you, what do you, what's your takeaway here? What are you going to do to actualize this dream somehow in your life? Well, we're about to get into the age of Aquarius. I was listening to something the other day with Aquarius. You know, this is like a new era starting. I think December 14th or so, or sometimes mm. Saturn goes into Aquarius. I'm Aquarius, and Saturn is a teaching planet. I don't know if the dream is actually telling me, being I don't have any kids, do I need to be doing something as I mm. travel to 2021? Do I need to do something with connected with children? The six, the abundance, y'all say, the love, the child, the hugging. Is the dream telling me that's the route I need to go down? Well, I think you're the only one that could answer that. But I would say if it were my dream, I would be at the ready for a service opportunity that could be Mm. available. I mean, at this time of year, especially, you know, I just Mm. saw a program. I mean, there's people even in this this age of pandemic, people are doing Mm -hmm. people are doing outreach. People are doing Mm -hmm. service, people that have something to give. So this is a good time to be thinking about service because there's a lot of people that could really use some support Mm. right now. So I would say that would be an amazing dream activation, Denise. I would I would definitely follow up on that. And energetically, I would you you talked about how good that hug felt. That would be a wonderful uh-huh. meditation. The, the connecting with the little boy within you, which is the innocent masculine uh-huh. aspect that believes in anything that is like I can do anything. I can climb that. I can build that. Uh-huh. I can save you. I can do. So it's like connecting with the little hero inside of you and hugging that part Mm -hmm. that even you even dream about all the time because you're always okay that little person inside of you that's always okay yeah sweet y'all are so deep Oh, so uh, wow. Well, thank you, Denise. Thank you for well, we joining you, us. Thank you. It's always great. <laughs> so I think, you know what? I think this might be, is this the last show I have before? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, no, that's not true. Is that true? Well, next week we don't have one because there's a, it's an archive show. <gasps> yeah. Oh my gosh, you're right. So yeah, this is the this is our last show before the holiday. So I'm wishing you happy holidays. Yeah. We'll have we'll still have archive shows that are playing, but we won't be on f- until the first week in the new year. Um, are whatever you day. Well, I that think on the twenty third. Are we off on the twenty sixth? Off on the thirtieth? But we are on on the twenty third. I think that's how no, I have it on my calendar. It doesn't mean it's true. Louis, <laughs> I don't know. Louis, can you jump in and help us? Because <laughs> I, I'm not sure. Oh if you're listening, the last, the next, the you next one I know that we're yeah. on for sure is going to be the sixth of January, I believe. And Louis, <laughs> if you're listening, help. So in the meantime, though, we have some. There's some upcoming programs that I've got coming up. We've got more Wild Women Wednesdays coming up in the new year, first Wednesday of every month, and you can find out about that on my website. And we also have. Have a dream of festing workshop on the 9th and 10th so that you can get really clear about what you want to womanifest, manifest, dream fest in the new year and how to let your dreams help you do the heavy lifting for that. And also 
the Magic Zone. It's a creativity workshop that I'm leading with best-selling author, New York Times best-selling author Aspen Mattis. We're going to be bringing on um, professional singers, songwriters, artists from all over the world to help us create this like magic zone so that we like pop with creativity in the new year. So Ooh. all those things are coming up. So go to my website, Kelly Sullivan Walden, and and I have this thing called the the big enchilada, the whole enchilada. So if you want to do all of those things there's like a really sweet sweet discount until between now and the 15th of december anyway denise we want you in everything we do so go run don't walk <laughs> bring your little boy and, self and, and jump keep in. listening because if i get that answer from louie i'm gonna say it on on air okay? yes we will. i put a little exactly. note in the chat to say are we gone are we done for the year or what he'll tell exactly. us exactly <laughs> all right thank you denise i'm gonna put you on hold okay happy holidays all right anna Oceana in San Juan. Hey, honey. Hi, Kelly. Happy Hi. dreams. Talk to us. <laughs> Let's dive right in. Let's get to one of your dreams this time, because sometimes you tell the dream and it goes on so long that we don't get a chance to tell you the our reflections. So give us just okay. the nutty, juicy details. Okay, I'm going to give, since I, I felt a little overwhelmed at first, so I'm going to do the one from last night, because I don't remember the details of the last ones that have been, I've had some really intense nights of strong imagery. Wow. Um, the last few, yeah. And um, so I, I also felt like the last time I got cut off, you said to call back the next time, but I think yeah. you kind of like hit the main point, which was, I mean, I was still weirded out by that. Remember the slabs of meat and the egg cracked open and not being able to touch the cats? <laughs> yes, but I've had a lot of dreams since then. So I'm kind of like, oh, help. So so give, you'll just have to give me the yeah. nutshell. Let's just, as oh, if I don't well, remember. Well, because are we going to do last night's dream? I felt like you hit Let's it on that. the protecting, like the three yeah. evil eyes. So oh. with last night, um, yeah, you, we, we don't need to go over that one again. So last night was... Um, I was lounging sat like sideways, kind of Greek Greek like goddess style. Ooh, on of this course. Bed in this <laughs> in this room, um, where this like shelter where there were these glass doors that opened, and then all of a sudden there was this like little garden bed. It was an oval shape, and there were all these congregants around it. <laughs> like, okay, oh wow! Here I am. <laughs> And and Michael Beckwith, you know, the Ooh. Rev, Ooh. showing up again. <laughs> I love it. Cool. He shows up That's in my dreams cool. a lot, too. I love it. He gets around that Michael oh. Beckwith. Oh, wow. Okay. I'd like to hear those in the future. So, mm -hmm. so what happened was he was like, oh, like, it was like he was kind of on his own. He wasn't really a part with the congregants. He, like, came from, like, a diagonal. But he was like, oh, it's my birthday, but... He, like, turned inward. He was like, oh, I don't really want to talk. I don't really want to talk to anyone. Like, he kind of, like, turned his head down, and then there was, like, this grayness. Um, and so that was, like, an odd feeling. I, I remember, like, I was on this bed, and I was kind of just observing. And I'm like, what's going on? What am I doing here? And, um, and then, uh, so that was one scene. And then there was another scene where I was in, like, this city, like, story, uh, multi-story level, like, kind of glass. Uh, city like a condo or apartment whatever it was like glass yeah uh, walls mm. and floors okay um or the, at least the floor was like not glass I mean it was like it was all black my friend Paula was in the was in it and she was like trying to get me to go with her to dinner 
And I was like kind of feeling internal. I don't know what happened. I was like, it was like, I didn't feel good about how much black was around. Like I was wearing black and then I tried mm. to like put some like polka dots on or something. You know, somebody, <laughs> or, like, play it up. I don't ever like wearing black usually, which is ironic because mm. I'm wearing a black dress. It's like, but they have like a meadow of red and, and um, white on them <laughs> mm-hmm. today. Okay. Wow. So okay. Yeah, I woke up. Okay. So let me just see if I got this right. So you were. So in the first dream, you're kind of lounging, kind of like a Greek goddess. At least that's what I got, like in a bed kind of a thing. Just and in that posture, yeah. Like just in that. And there's congregants around. And then Michael Beckwith shows up. Well, it was like looking out through the glass doors that opened out of this dwelling. And then outside okay. in the garden around the oval, um, the garden bed were the congregants. They were all around this like. Garden. And were they watching you? Were they like there they for you? They were looking down to the garden. Okay. And yeah. Be- and Michael Beckwith said that it was his birthday and he didn't really want to talk, but he was yeah, but, looking. But, and like, yeah, and like no one was really paying attention to him when he came into the picture. It was strange. But I felt like hmm. there was some sadness. I mean, maybe some people like, I don't, maybe one person lifts their head up, but... <laughs> Oh, yeah. interesting. Okay, and then in the next dream, you're in this sort of city, multi-story level condo, and your friend, is it Paula? Yeah, Glass again. Uh-huh. Glass, yeah, interesting. Um, Paula shows up and says and she wants to go to dinner, but you're saying that you're feeling kind of internal. You're feel, yeah, you're wearing... with a friend I didn't know, too. That's what I forgot to say. Okay, friend I didn't know. And then you're wearing black, and you don't feel good about that. There's so much black, so you're trying to, like, put yeah, polka dots. Yeah, the dream was black, except, the, uh-huh, except like, the clear glass. Mm-hmm. Except like, for the clear glass. Yeah. Okay, yeah. awesome. So, Nancy T., do you want to take a, a quick stab, and then, I'll, and then I'll jump in? Wow, okay. You always have such amazing imagery. I could get lost on just one of the symbols, honestly. Um, <laughs> right, right. Because there's so much. Sure. But I think I, I was really taken back by at the very beginning how you said you were sideways like a Greek goddess and like all of these congregants around you. And that felt to me like a dream of abundance. And you even had Michael Beckwith there. And even though he was on his own, <laughs> It was his birthday. There's no more, you know, in terms of a person sharing yeah. time with you. Do you know what I mean? Even though he's he's not saying let's have a cake together, he is with you on his birthday. There's nothing greater and more abundant than that. So that was that just felt like a dream of abundance to me. Um, and then the next one, I was it was interesting because you had all of this black, which to me seemed like um, like. In, like maybe you would connect it with darkness or or feeling like you just can't see through, but yet you still had glass. And so that one, if I were just going to pull an emotion out of it, I pull mm. hope out of it. So the first one felt like abundance. Ooh. The second one feels like hope. Like there's this element of you that no matter what, no matter how dark, no matter how much cloud is around or whatever, there's that clear glass and you have that clarity. And that's my takeaway. If it were my dream. Beautiful. I'm going to, I'll dive in really quick. Um, I love what Nancy said to me. I feel like there's again, like this, this is a similar theme from, it seems like the last one you shared, there's this juxtaposition between like the natural world, like this garden. And then there's this cityscape that's very, to me, and if in my dream, it's very masculine. Um, and so it's, it's, so there's that 
that aspect. And then um, there's the masculine and the feminine with like being in this super feminine posture, laying down, like not speaking Mm -hmm. or preaching to the congregants, but I'm envisioning like it's a message in and of itself, this lying down, this reclining posture of femininity that is the message itself. And Michael Beckwith, to me, when he shows up in my dream, I think of him as my masculine spiritual rock star. Like he's just the part of me that is just full on. So he's, he's a symbol. He's an icon of like the masculine aspect of being dynamic. But in this dream, he's not dynamic. He's kind of behind the scenes and even vulnerable and, and sad. And the fact that it's his birthday to me, there it means yeah. that there's re- rebirth. A birthday in a dream feels like it's an opportunity to celebrate life and also Mm -hmm. to reevaluate, to even be reborn. So if it were my dream, I'd think I'm coming into my spiritual authority with this dream. I'm really connecting with this, this polarity of the goddess aspect that really doesn't have to prove, doesn't have to run around in circles, doesn't have to do fan kicks or any, it's like she can lie down and just beam. And that's worthy, like in the garden, it's I'm just covered in chills because it's such a message, it's especially for someone like me and so many people in my mm. world that just run around like so hyperactive. It's like, no, you can be powerful mm-hmm. yeah. and lay down on the job, people. And <laughs> and yeah. And then I think there's something about adding like being an inherent healer like and it's funny because I at the last second put on this black t-shirt so I'm also wearing black but I wanted to I threw on a blue sweater because I didn't want it to be just black I wanted there to be color so I feel like it's about it's this natural healing about adding color to the darkness so on that note Anna thank you so much for sharing your dream with us I hope this resonated are you okay with all this we're taking off right now Thank you. You're welcome. So this will be our last show until actually the 13th of January. Between now and then, we've got some great archive shows playing. So until we meet again, we will see you in the new year. Check out my website with all the new offerings, kellysullivanwalden.com. Until we meet again. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa, and I've been a medical intuitive for over 30 years. Let me help you find new ways to heal physical and emotional problems. Be a part of my Healthy Living Intuitively podcast studio audience every week. Follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mona Lisa fan page, and Instagram, Dr. Mona Lisa One, to get that information. I answer audience questions, and you can learn from people calling in that might be dealing with the same things that you are. Follow Healthy Living Intuitively, part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network, and wherever you get your podcasts.